Hey, hey. Welcome to the second episode of the Bo Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Brett D. And uh, it's been a while uh, since I have got to get back on the old podcaster. So uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, talk about some summer bass fishing, of course. Talk about some... uh, some news going on in the fishing industry with all this COVID-19 pandemic stuff going on. So, uh, but as you know, this uh, this show is also about music too. So I'm going to play you some songs that I have been enjoying here lately. And uh, we're going to start that off. Again, most of the time it's going to be metal and hard rock. But uh, there is one song. It's a country song. new song by Trace Atkins called Mind on Fishing. And I'm going to play that for you right now. It's the Boat Ram Podcast. Keep it locked right here. Let her go, boys. Well, I got up early on this Lord's Day with the sun peeking through the curtains. Thought I'd wait a line for a couple good hours And still make the ten o'clock sermon But the sky is blue and the breeze is cool And they're biting good not to mention If I live right now, might make it somehow But I doubt I could pay attention I'd rather be on a lake with my mind on God In the middle of His creation In an old John boat with my zip code conversation There might be a few people talking bad about me when they see that I'm a missing But I'd rather be on the lake with my mind on God than in church with my mind on fishing Well, I like that preacher and I love how it feels when he really gets to throwing down but I'd rather do my talking with the man upstairs when there's nobody else around. If I was there right now, I'd be thinking about which lure I was gonna cast. And he don't need another fool sitting in that pew, dreaming about a ten-pound bass. I'd rather be on a lake with my mind on God in the middle of His creation in an old John boat with my zipcar. Talking bad about me when they see that I'm a missing. But I'd rather be on the lake with my mind on God than in church with my mind on vision. With my thoughts adrifting, I ain't even listening. While it all goes right over my head, I'd rather be on the lake with my mind. Zip code rod for some private conversation. There might be a few people talking bad about me when they see that I'm a missing. But I'd rather be on the lake with my mind on God than in church with my mind on fishing. I'd rather be on the lake with my mind on God than in church with my mind on fishing. 
my mind on fishing. Trace Atkins, Mind on Fishing. Here on the Boat Ramp Podcast. One of my favorite songs there. Dig it. Now, I do uh, mostly uh, hard rock and metal, but hey, I am a country boy, and I've listened to uh, country music uh, all my life, and... Well, hey, that was one of them I want to share with you. Again, that was Trace Atkins and his new one, Mind on Fishing. Anyway, uh, so it, it's summertime. We're in July, and it's hot, and it's humid here in the south, especially where I live. And it's uh, sometimes it is, you know, kind of difficult to get, it, you know, motivated to head out in these hot times. Because, you know, like, you know, in the morning it's going to be fine, right? It's going to be early morning, right before the sun comes up. It's going to be tolerable. It's going to be manageable. But you know it's going to start creeping up 9, 10, 11 a.m. And you know that humidity, unless it's a front come through or something like a front comes through, that uh, it's going to get hot. And uh, as of this uh, podcast, it's hot and it is humid outside. But anyway, I got to thinking about uh, how my summer fishing is going to shape up and how I want to to fish, and you know, one of my favorite things to do is frog fish. Right, uh, I love to get out on Gunnersville, or uh, here pretty soon I'll get out on Nickajack. Haven't got to finish uh, fish that yet, but I will here pretty soon. But I love the grass mat fishing, and and I love frog fishing, and I also love uh, punching mats. Uh, but there's a you know there's another technique that you can you know do during the summer, and that's top water based, and you know, that's throwing a you know a walking bait like a. Um, uh, some kind of pencil base, some kind of, uh, you know, what are those called? I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's a like a cigar-type style from, he, like, a hidden, you know, uh, walking lure. Um, and I never thought, like, I, th- I feel like I had to, like, fish all day to catch them on top water. But I was reading an article. Uh, it was basically from Clint Davis uh, on, you know, he gets there super early, you know, before daylight, get ready. He's got a top water plug. Uh, tied on it looks like he uses a um what is this a yoziri 3d pencil bait i think he uses a four inch model versus i think they have a five inch model but it looks like the four inch kind of resembles what's uh in the in the lake thus far from like the shad spawn right so uh a smaller top water lure like the yoziri 3db pencil bait uh or uh a heaton whatever head and heat hype you say it i have plenty of those but I haven't thrown them in a while. Um, but apparently, uh, you got to find them. Um, you know, you start. I guess you start back in the creeks, uh, in the back of creeks, especially after rain. It, it seems like they uh, they kind of group up back there because it's you know fresh water, new nutrients coming in, that type of thing, right? Uh, so I'm gonna try that, right? So you know, apparently Clint Davis doesn't uh, stay on the water past 11 a.m. and that that blows my mind because uh, I'm usually out there like. All day I'm burning up, but I think I'm going to have to start, uh, you know, practicing and fishing like the pros. So if they're off by 10, 11, no more than 12 o'clock, I think I'll have to do the same because, you know, I don't like burning up out there. Uh, I might go an hour, two hours without a bite, but, um, you know, once I do get that bite, it's definitely worth it. But I think I'm going to, you know, start practicing a little more like the the pros do because obviously that's my, my goal. My ambition is to, you know, go pro, but... It seems uh, if you're going to throw uh, a pencil type, uh, you know, top water, um, it seems like you want to keep your distance from what I understand. So, uh, you know, 
when you arrive at the place where you're going to, you know, where the bass are feeding, you know, shallow, you know, before the sun gets high, you want to stay as far away as you can prior to making your initial cast. Um, it's like you want to make uh, a long cast as possible, especially now when all the lakes are getting so much pressure. Um, the farther back you can stay, I guess you can still, you know, make a good presentation. And I guess it betters the chance of uh, getting bit. It kind of makes sense to me. Um, as far as like, I guess presentation. I guess you would walk kind of fast. I would, I would say. Uh, I guess from the first few casts to determine whether the fish are aggressive enough to react. Uh, possibly, if not, you know, I guess you slow it down. You know, incrementally, and hopefully you speed it up after. Uh, but that's kind of in my mind how I would probably fish it. Uh, if I was, you know, right before, you know, the sun comes up and I finally make my way back into a creek or along some grass mat edges, you know, I'd probably start out, you know, fishing kind of fast. And if they're not biting that, then slowing it down. But there's nothing, in my opinion, better than a top water blow up. I just like that's the bite that I live for. Second would be the the punching bite, the flipping bite. Uh, my best so far this year has come from Chickamauga. Uh, it was a flipping bite. And I caught a seven, seven, six, seven pounder uh, on a missile baits uh, D bomb and a, um, a flip out jig. So uh, shout out to missile baits there. That's my uh, jig and uh, plastic of choice at the moment for flipping. So uh, uh, it hasn't done me wrong yet. So it's got me my personal best. Um, as far as uh, I guess you would probably think, what kind of equipment would I use? I've never thrown top water, or I'm you know trying to find the the right setup it looks like you could probably use anywhere from i would say at the shortest like a six seven to probably a seven one uh rod depending on how tall you are and you probably want to have a little bit of tip in there you know so you can walk the bait uh and i'd probably you know since it is top water you probably want to throw that on uh braid so anywhere from 40 pound to 60 pound braid uh would probably be your best bet um and it floats, so you, if you're doing top water, that's um, probably what you want to rig up with. I'm reading here that uh, Davis believes that there's a top water bite to be had on every summer morning and afternoon on any lake that harbors bass. It's just it just might not be where you're fishing. Uh, sometimes that's my case. I feel like like I get in areas, I'm like they gotta be in here. I haven't seen anybody else in here. It's kind of shady. Uh, it's semi deep, and I get in there and nothing so still trying to figure out exactly where to find them nowadays but that is that's uh well i guess what's cool about bass fishing is you know just figuring it out and uh you know i've just gotten started in the last few years of really serious bass fishing and uh, i've learned so much in the last we'll say five years uh i grew up fishing but nothing like competitive everything you know just going on the boat and really you know throwing a night crawler out there or uh, maybe a, a cricket or something like that. I mean, it's always been on a floaty, but never got into soft plastic, you know, fishing, like really like trying to trick them, right, uh, without using live bait uh, since probably like the last five to six years. And I've had a, a blast learning so much. And, you know, with the advent of the Internet, uh, that learning curve, for me at least, uh, has been cut in half. So thank you, YouTube. Thank you, Internet. Thank you for all the... Uh, the blogs that people have put up to help us um, curve that uh, that learning that learning curve, if you will. Well, anyway, uh, I got some more music for you uh, from Light the Torch. There, there. Uh, if, if you're a Killswitch Engage fan, you'll remember Howard from Killswitch Engage. He's the front man. He is now the singer and front man for um, 
uh, Light the Torch, and I'm going to play a song off their debut album. This is called The Safety of Disbelief. You're listening to the Boat Ramp Podcast here in my studio. So uh, let's do it. Light the Torch here on the Boat Ramp Podcast uh, with the Safety of Disbelief. One of my favorite uh, bands there, nice and heavy, and one of my favorite singers, Howard 
from the form event kill switch engage anyway uh back at it so i uh, reading some more stuff from this past week on some of the tournaments it looks like mlf had a pretty outstanding showing at sturgeon bay especially for justin lucas um man he was catching like 100 pounds a day and i think day two he caught like 200 pounds of fish that is crazy uh i'm reading here he set a new bpt standards for a single day weight of 141 pounds nine ounces two day weight is 205 so i guess that's combined so he didn't catch 200 pounds so combined two day weight 200 pounds and championship round weight was 110 pounds, 5 ounces. He won his qualifying group by 45-pound margin. Holy smokes. That's uh, that's crazy. 45-pound margin. Uh, but it, it seems to, to be Sturgeon Bay is a pretty awesome place to go fish for smallmouth. Um, looks like he got to fish all the spots that he wanted. Nobody else was really on the, uh, the grass flats or the, the rocky points that he had found. Uh, apparently, in his practice, he had about 70-plus, oh, I think it's what he said, 70, no, yeah, like 50 uh, waypoints that he had, I guess, did some map study on, some probably Google Earth stuff, and he only used 15 to 20 of those. So, so uh, crazy, huh? Uh 200 pounds, probably 300 pounds at the end of it. That's super crazy. I wish I could catch 300 pounds worth of fish in like three days. And he's like the same age as me. That's crazy. Well, he's a year younger than me. Well, that's cool. Um, Anyway, so we're here in the summer parts of fishing and uh, my local club. So we kind of of died down in the summer because I guess it's just too hot to fish, but... Um, last, uh, tournament that I remember, what did I fish last? I keep remembering, nah, it's not, we fished Chickamauga, forgot how I did on that. Oh yeah, I did, I did okay, I think I came in like second or third, I can't remember, I have to go back and look at the, the standings, but I think, uh, right now, I am tied for second place in the and our and one of my clubs, the other one I'm just doing hard one. Like the other club that I fish, I can't seem to like catch a, a a keeper to save my life. But another club, I'm doing okay. Had a good a strong start to the year at Tim's Ford Lake here in Middle Tennessee and uh had some other good showings uh, at at some of the other lakes that we fished so far. So I got two uh lakes uh remaining or two tournaments uh, remaining, and I'm excited about those, one of which is Nickajack that I've never fished. For, but from what I hear, it's like a mini Gunnersville, so there's going to be plenty of grass, and uh, I love to fish grass, so, you know, I'm going to have a frog tied on, I'm going to have a punching weight. And just like we just, you know, we were talking about earlier, um, I might have to, you know, put on a pencil-type walking bait to see if I can't get um, uh, some some reaction bites early in the morning and then, punch and and frog the rest of the time uh maybe throw a chatterbait around the grass edges if i have to i don't really want to but i will if i got to so uh i did uh go fishing with my dad um uh this past week i think it was last friday we went down to um wilson lake uh and fished the wheeler wheeler dam there we did i went to fish for striper uh and they they were jumping early in the morning, um, 
and I only caught one, but I, I thought it was weird. Like we usually run up to the dam, we catfish a lot, and you know we'll throw up in those uh, those generators. But we got to seeing all these people grouped up in one little area, and you know we eventually did some tailwater or tail racing at tailwater fishing, where we just kind of floated back down, and we saw you know what I thought was striper. Um, but I think it was a mixture of striper and, and white bass, but the only one I caught, he was a little guy. And, uh, after that, after that one, we didn't really catch any more striper, but, um, later in the afternoon, we did, uh, eventually catch some catfish that we kept. Uh, I caught two five pound, uh, blue cats, which, uh, turned out to be some nice fillets and they were good eating, fried them up the next day. But, uh, that's one of the things that, um, um, uh, I'm I'm liking to do like to do more and more now is is catfish with my dad. That's his thing. He likes to do that. Um, so uh, I think crappie fishing can ruin a man's bass fishing, but uh, catfishing can be right you know right behind there. It's it's kind of fun, especially if you get uh, a pretty big one on there. But uh, definitely learning more about how to catch catfish in unconventional ways, so I don't have to always use chicken liver or you know nasty chicken that's left out in the sun that gets all stinky but it works that's how we caught them uh, last week uh, and it's fun i don't mind it um one time we went catfishing and i uh i was watching on youtube how you can get like um these gall you know like you wrap you know it's like a it's like a little sack like a little cloth sack that you can uh use to put your like chicken liver or your whatever you put in that it stinks you know that stinky bait stuff uh and it lasts longer so it's in that little uh cloth sack that you tie a knot in then you you know put your hook through it uh and you throw it out and you can catch multiple fish on it because you know the bait doesn't get you know eaten uh it's just uh there to attract them and you get that nice circle hook and it'll hook them out in the mouth but i can never really get that to work because i kept getting hung up and that current down and uh at wilson dam is uh it's pretty weird I went uh, a couple of weeks ago without my dad. I just went uh, to throw swim. Basically, I thought that I could catch a bunch of striper like I did down at Pickwick earlier this year. Um, and uh, nope, uh, I didn't really catch anything on swim bait. So I started drop shotting. And then I, you know, I started, uh, well, basically pretty much drop shotting. I threw a couple of jigs down there. But on one occasion, I thought I hooked into something big. And, you know, I think it ended up being current that was, you know, taking my weight. Like I would have to get on the big motor and go up and try to free it. And when I do, I, I would see it run, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was my boat that was, um, uh, drifting and it looked like there was something on, but, uh, that, that, uh, current is tricky down there. So if you're ever fishing, you know, the, the Wilson, you know, dam side of the, I guess you would call it the Wheeler dam side, just, um, be sure you wear your life jacket, especially up around the turbines. Cause it can get, uh, pretty, pretty gnarly, but, uh, yeah, had a good time. We uh, got back home and cleaned the fish, and it was a good time. Uh, so I definitely recommend if you still have your dad, granddad around, definitely take them out fishing uh, any chance you get because uh, you never know when the last time you'll get to fish with uh, with those folks. Even take your mom. Uh, my mom loves to fish. Uh, she gets on to my dad sometimes, uh, a lot of times when uh, he goes and she doesn't get to go. But uh, he does take her uh, as much as he can once you know time and work allows them both to to do that but anyway next up i got some uh some more metal for you i got uh one of the singles from lamb of god one of my favorites it's called memento mori i don't know if you've heard it yet or not but uh we'll play it for you right now this is lamb of god <laughs> 
Memento Mori.
Yo, that was Lamb of God, Memento Mori, one of their singles off their new album, which I think and I believe is the at least the the heaviest for me uh, thus far. So uh, I've been digging the new Lamb of God, and you should check it out. Uh, okay, we're back, uh, and we're ready uh, to talk some more bass fishing. So I'm just looking over the the Bassmaster uh, Angle of the Year standings, and uh, quite surprised uh, to. Uh, uh, some of the new guys uh, are way on up there. Like Matt Airy came over from, you know, FLW a couple years ago. Uh, Buddy Gross, same same deal there uh, in the top five. And um, also, I've been fo- following Kyle Welcher. He's a uh, he's a rookie this year, and seems like he's a pretty good dude. And he's a uh, first year on tour, and he's in sixth place right now. So uh, that's super cool for him. But um, uh, a lot of uh, big names there that are on down that I thought would be on up there, but um, you know, that's how it goes, I guess. Uh, some newcomers do some do some work, uh, apparently. But uh, very cool. Scott Canterbury is number one currently with 194 points. Buddy Gross uh, just right behind him, four points behind at 190. Matt Airy at uh, 188. Jamie Hartman's in fourth place at 179, tied with Drew Cook for 179. And it looks like Kyle uh, Welcher and Clark. Wendelin is our tied for fifth, I, I guess, because they have the same amount of points. So, um, very cool, very cool. Um, uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the uh, the pro, uh, pro circuits, uh, like uh, the tackle warehouse uh, pro circuit. Uh, they announced uh, a couple of days ago, or to, what's today? Yeah, they announced today that the final two uh, events have been moved due to travel restrictions. Associated with the coronavirus pandemic, so the uh, the last three of the super tournaments scheduled for August 11th through the 14th have been moved to Lake Erie on Sandusky, Ohio, in Sandusky, Ohio. While the title championship tournament scheduled for August 24th through the 29th has been re- relocated to Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. So uh, that should be pretty uh, uh, fun to watch, based on what we've seen at MLF this past week. Uh, so hopefully they'll catch them. Just as good, uh, if not better, maybe. But it just it just dawned on me that we are almost in August, which we're already halfway through this year. I guess most of us are ready for this year to be done with because uh, it started out pretty cool, and then March came around, and then March, April, and then uh, everything just kind of went downhill from there, right? So, uh, But at least we've got, for the most part, we've gotten to fish without too much... Uh, too too many issues, if you will. I did have some uh, some of my club tournaments kind of canceled and moved and uh, relocated due to it. But other than that, everything's been fine. Uh, I haven't heard any issues from the guys that I fished with that it's really affected any. But again, they might not have shared that. But uh, the fishing has been okay this year. Um, 
as I was saying earlier, in one of the clubs I fish, I think I'm tied for second. Close, yeah, I think I'm tied for second. So I'm definitely trying to make that run. Naked Jack is going to be key. Let's actually, I, I want to know where I stand. So let's let's look it up real quick. Let's go to the Facebook page here and see what the the last standings were. Let me look here. Where are my groups? Here we go. Let me see exactly where I stand. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, no, gotta go back a couple of posts. I think I got in my email too, but I figure this might be the fastest way. But I am up there in the top five. Oh, I did fish. I forgot to mention. I did uh, fish the uh, the TBA state tournament Western and uh, done horrible. Uh, I don't even think. No, we didn't. Even, I think I caught one fish, and it wasn't even a keeper. Uh, the whole two days, neither did my co angler. It was. I mean, we flipped and we we threw just about everything that we possibly could, and just couldn't just couldn't get bit. It was so bad. Um, let's see. There's some good fish. All right, it was Chickamauga was the last one. So right now, I am sitting. Hang on. I Oh, I think this is right. I'm sitting one point from first place. So I have 72 points. I'm one point behind uh, the leader right now. So uh, the next two tournaments, Nick and Jack, Gunnersville, uh, I got to catch them. I got to catch them. And I got two tournaments this left uh, and, and the one club that I'm referring to, which is Middle Tennessee Bass Anglers. Uh, great group of guys. Highly recommend you checking them out, joining if you're a boater. We do have co-anglers, but um, uh, again, that's another discussion uh, down the road, I guess. But um, great, group of gr- great group of guys. That's almost a ton. Great group of guys. Got to say that a little slower, Brett. Um, but currently sitting in second place. Uh, and I need to catch them. Like I said, I got two tournaments left to, to get that first place finish. I think I can do it. I got some competition behind me that's sneaking up on me. They could do it. And I, I don't have too much of a cushion. Um, let's see. Got one, two, two people tied for, it looks like four, four, okay. One, one, two, three people tied for fourth, two people tied for fifth. And two people tied for six, and so on. So uh, there's some ties there, some plenty of room for somebody to make a uh, a comeback. Uh, one of these, one of us in, in the top five or six don't catch them, then I can't do it. I got like I'm very competitive, uh, and now that you know I've uh, started learning things and getting more experience and things like that, like like I'm super like like I can't let this slip from my hands because uh, I've never finished this this high before. So. Um, Wish me luck. If you believe in that, I don't necessarily believe in that, but if you do, send it my way. I could use those good thoughts and good uh, good vibes, good omens, if you will. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited about the rest of the year and um, looking forward to more of these podcasts with you. Uh, so uh, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Boat Ramp Podcast. I have. Uh, I guess I'll play you one more song. Um, 
This is a band that I've just recently discovered here in the last year or so, and I've checked out some of their albums. Uh, it's by a band called I Prevail. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of them, um, but you, you're going to hear them today if you listen to the podcast. Uh, this song is called uh, Bow Down, and it is uh, one of my favorites, especially the chorus. Uh, I love, like, if I'm in the truck or whatever, I love singing the chorus. So uh, after you listen to this, you know, definitely download it to your, your phone, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. Uh, if you have Sirius XM, make sure you uh, mark them as one of your favorites. But uh, this is uh, I Prevail, and this is called Bow Down here on the uh, Boat Ramp Podcast.
All right, back with you here on the Boat Ramp Podcast. This is Brett D, your host. Hope you're having a good time so far. I sure have. Talking with you guys and gals, if you're listening. Looking at the uh, the rest of the uh, year for the Bassmaster tournaments. Uh, looks like we have uh, coming up. I think they're still doing St. Lawrence and Lake Champlain. Uh, July 23rd to the 26th is St. Lawrence. That's in uh, Clayton, New York. I've been to New York several times, but uh, never ventured outside the city. So I, I wonder how New York fishing is. I bet it's pretty cool. Uh, after that, they, it's like a back-to-back thing. Uh, then they go to Lake Champlain, and that's in Plattsburgh. Not Burg, it's Burr. Plattsburgh, New York. And then uh, the good old Opens. August 6th to the 8th, that's going to be the Eastern Open. And that's at Lake Oneida or Oneida Lake, however you want to do it. So New York is going to be kind of packed out. It's in Syracuse, New York. I know there's a lot of restrictions going on right now in New York. So hopefully they, these guys can kind of maneuver their way through without many setbacks. Uh, on the next, some nation stuff coming up, high school stuff. There's even some kayak tournaments for bass. The next elite after that comes August 20, 20th through the 23rd. That's at Lake, Sin- Lake Sinclair. That's in uh, Macomb County, Michigan. I heard Lake Sinclair is pretty good. I think that's a small mouth deal there, open water. And uh, opens are in September, September 10th through the 12th. Sam Raber going back to Texas. That should be a good one. That's a central open. So I know a lot of guys are will be fishing that and trying to Make their way into the Bassmaster Classic next year. And then right after that, there's another open. It's going to be an Eastern, September 23rd through the 25th at Lake Hartwell in South Carolina. Um, there'll be a lot of guys on that too. Lake Mead. I wonder how cool that'd be. That's a nation uh, tournament, but that's in Nevada. Interesting. And then it looks like uh, as far as the elites, October, they're at Santee Cooper. October again on Chickamauga. I might have to go down there for that. October 16th to the 19th. So I might have to put put that on my calendar to kind of go down there and experience that. You know what? I think I will because it's in Dayton. That's, that's where I launch at the Dayton Boat Ramp. So uh, I, I'm going to put that on my calendar. Uh, looks like there's some more opens. Neely Henry. I might have to go to that too. Can't, I'm not going to fish it because I'm not that caliber yet. Um, but Neely Henry Lake in Gatson, Alabama, October 26th to the 24th. So on and so forth. There's another one, another open, Eastern Open in Cherokee Lake and Jefferson County in October. So, hmm, that's cool. A lot of opens all the way up through. The last open is in November. That's a central. That's in Lewis Lake in Louisville, Texas. So they're going to wrap that up in November 19th through the 21st. So uh, a lot of fishing still to go. Um, I got two more tournaments, local club tournaments, and then I guess I'll, you know, go to that Chickamauga thing just to be a spectator and see how how that is and and pump up my dreams of being a professional bass angler but uh definitely got some other things that i want to do that i hopefully will share later in another podcast some things um some we'll say opportunities that i believe exist out there that that not many if anyone has taken advantage of so uh, i'll just leave you uh with that little a tidbit there so uh exciting things to come here on the boat ramp podcast 
I got one more song for you. I'm going to leave you with uh, another favorite band of mine. Uh, I guess you can call them a local band here in Tennessee. They go by the name of uh, Memphis Mayfire. Uh, super heavy. They have several albums out. Uh, their newest album uh, they have out, their, their single is called Heavy is the Weight. I'm going to play that for you here in just uh, a moment or so. But uh, I just want to thank you guys for hanging out with me and uh, listening to, some, to some, some good music and listening to me rattle off. You know, just random bass fishing news and techniques and lures and all that kind of stuff. So, but if there's anything you guys want to hear, hit me up on the social medias at D3 Fishing. Uh, that's, uh, the fishing brand. You can find me on Instagram there, D3 Fishing. Very easy. It's on Facebook, D3 Fishing. Also, uh, I'd like to say that this, uh, podcast is brought to you by Metal Beard Solid. It is a Metal Beard Oil Company. Not Metal Beard Oil Company. It's a beard oil company. Uh, that uh, yours truly has started so definitely uh, check that out metalbeardsolid.com and you can find um, the the most superior beard oils that, that are that is out there um, I crafted these beard oils and these balms myself did a ton of research to make sure that you guys get if you do have beards you're trying to grow one you currently have one trying to, to make it healthier shinier all that good stuff make it sexy for the ladies if you will uh, I have crafted them with uh, the purest oils that uh, that are on the market. So uh, I, it would be something that I would use. And, you know, I've tried many beard oils, uh, and I got to the point where I was like, I, I want something better than what I'm buying. So I ended up creating uh, creating them myself, and uh, they, they're really good. So check it out, metalbeardsolid.com. Uh, let me know what you think about that. Follow me on the socials. That's Metal Beard Solid Official on Instagram. Uh, appreciate that support. But like I said, I'm going to uh, play some Memphis Mayfire for you uh, right now. This is Heavy Is The Weight. And again, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. And uh, enjoy the song. And I'll see you or I'll talk to you on the next podcast. Later, guys.
heavy as a wait. I don't wanna wait for the mob to be good when I wanna be great. Yeah, I know about pressure. Yeah, I know about stressing. Worried if I lose everything invested, and I know about working when I'm hardly rested. Like am I in tune with what I'm destined for? The carry in his weight for so long. Didn't even notice that my back was so strong. I could probably put a boat on it with no problem to show my scope on. Heavy. 